Last time on Good Neighbors. Our heroes face off against a hulking were-gator, and it hardly goes their way. A series of tactical risks go poorly, resulting in each member of the Good Neighbors getting badly wounded. It isn't until a magic spell traps the monster in place that they are finally able to get the upper hand. With the were-gator, a minion to a more dangerous creature, dead, they try to recover before they can put together a plan. So everyone is scattered about the sort of fenced-in shipping yard uh, supply zone. Uh, everyone is roughly, not even roughly, is, is pretty clearly beat to hell. Uh, I can't think uh, anyone is uh, without harm at this point in time. Uh, and though you are uh, all stabilized thanks to medical supplies and magical healing, uh, you are currently without transportation thanks to uh, the uh, Cassius's car being set ablaze for a little while there, and the Weregator having also done a number on it. <sighs> Things are looking not so great. What does everyone do? Uh, I walk over to Cassius's car and start assessing the damage. I think I'm just kneeling in front of the car, just... Sitting there, thousand yards staring into the distance, like, why am I here? <laughs> Very nice. Flint, do you have the, um, the workshop tag on your haven? No, I do not. But for my hmm. weird move, instead of magic, I am able to do weird science on things. Okay. Uh, try go ahead and give me a little read of that. Why not? All right. So, weird science is to create or adapt a device to uh, analyze or deal with strangeness. Uh, I probably wouldn't be able to make a superpowered carjack with that, would I? Uh, I don't know about that, but something to at least take uh, care of the magic damage that has been done to it. I think that that's fair. Uh, the car was set ablaze by a magical fire uh, while it was flipped over, so a lot of the, the undercarriage is a, is a little whacked out. Was that my fault or Beck's fault? Uh, that was Beck's fault. Okay, sweet. Uh, but what's yeah. that? I think it, I think it was anyone. a combined effort. <laughs> True. Uh, the gator started it. Uh, the gator loosened it for you. Gators work in mysterious ways. Yeah, really everyone took a whack at it at some point. <laughs> Guys, why did you all shoot my car? <laughs> I do remember a spell throwing me into a wall, and I, I could not remember for the life of me if that was what lit the car on fire as well. It was definitely back. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, let's flip this car over and then uh, Flint, maybe you can uh, jerry-rig it. Uh, we definitely do need to get the fuck out of here, though. Like, yeah. I'm sure the I, cops are on their way. I, I can agree with that. Uh, anybody have any ideas on how we can flip it? 
Uh, I just look at Beck and I'm like, yeah. I mean, like just Hulk out and flip it. Can you? Uh, I can try. You do get a little bit of a head start because uh, Flint, if you're called before at the, the in the middle of the fight, uh, the the car's auto jack can't, fell out of the trunk. Uh, so oh, you can get yeah. like at least a foot off the ground as a starter, so everyone can kind of get underneath it. I think that's yeah, fair. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna use the uh, jack to get it a uh, foot off the ground, and I am going to tell everyone that we're all going to push at once once it's tilted. I really appreciate you guys all coming together to help me uh, put this right. I, I really appreciate that. Yeah, of course. Uh, does it look like it has enough oomph in it to get to a gas station with a vacuum cleaner by any chance? Um, if if you can get the engine running uh, before uh, any authorities or, or at least onlookers can get here, probably, yeah. Um, okay. But if you have to, like... Uh, high speed tail it out of here? Probably not. Alright, so what should we uh, roll to try to flip it? I don't think uh, flipping it is going to be the, the issue. I think this is going to require like an act under pressure to either uh, get the, the engine running in time, or if you want to roll weird science to throw something together, you're, you're more than welcome to. I'm going to act under pressure to get the engine running, and then I'm going to weird science when we can get to a place with a vacuum cleaner to try to... Uh, <laughs> give it a little bit of a more uh, lasting repair. Mm -hmm. So for act under pressure. The the four of you get underneath the, the, the carriage here and uh, with great effort and definitely great strain on your wounds, uh, you can ultimately flip it over. There is a loud as it bounces for a second. And I'm sure Cassius, there is a like a pain in your wallet. Uh, as it does like a little hydraulic pop on the other <laughs> side. Do I break a nail? Uh, uh, you you do. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? I'm using magic to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah, that's a ten. <laughs> your uh, your nail heals. So Flint pops open the hood and starts just. There's an immediate. <laughs> As you can see, bits of smoke and, and sparks on the inside. Uh, you can tell that if uh, you don't do this right, you might get electrocuted by the battery. Yeah, I already I already rolled for this. <laughs> so uh, Flint uh, grabs a rag from his uh, pocket, asks somebody to pass him his duffel bag. He pulls out some uh, industrial grade, almost uh, rubber band looking things, uh, belts for like uh, cars. Yeah. And uh, some super glue, and I rolled a uh, 9 plus my uh, sharp, because I've read about this sort of thing, bringing it up to a 12. Hell yeah. Uh, you do what you set out to do. Uh, with some uh, MacGyvering and, and quick thinking, you put the car in just good enough shape that it can start running. As you can see and hear, uh, like red flashing lights down the way uh, and, and sirens in the distance. You can get out, but you gotta go now. Uh... What what happened to the gator body? I don't know if I caught that. Uh, no, no one's done anything with it. It's just like sitting there, slumped dead in the shipyard. Did it like um, revert to a human form, or is it still full gator? Still full gator. Can we stuff it in the oh, trunk? Boy. Yeah, can we shove this thing in the trunk? 
You can try. Uh, someone wants to, to act under pressure to get it in there. Uh, but I, I don't think Flint can do it because at the moment he's been sure. yeah. putting the car together. While he's doing that, uh, I'm going to look at Beck and be like, can you give me a hand with this thing? Yeah, yeah sure. Um, do you want to roll or should I roll? You roll and then I'll roll help out. Uh, not that matters well. either way. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. All right. Cassius, I didn't think you'd lend a hand. Thank you. Why would you say that? It looked like you were having a moment. I thought I saw tears. What? So no, it's I, just raining very specifically. I got a, I got a six. Oh boy! All right. I got a seven. Okay, that that brings it up to a seven. Okay, uh, I, I got a nine. Uh, okay, so. Uh, uh, that brings the the total up to an eight. Uh, no no difference between a seven and an eight. Uh, but uh, the keeper is going to offer you a worse outcome, a hard choice, or price to pay. Uh, I'm gonna say, if you uh, do bring this gator along, and and boy is it heavy, uh, that once you get it to a secure location, uh, the the act of it like forcing the car to like sit down on the ground and, and drag along. Uh, you won't be able to use this car uh, for the rest of the mystery, as it just takes too much uh, damage to the other carriage and won't be safe to deal with until you can get it some like proper long-term uh, like care. Uh, that's not to say that you can't use any car. You could steal one if you want. Uh, but this car, once you get it into a secure location, really should sit out or will be destroyed altogether. So I'm going to explain that to the team and be like we should probably like toss the gator body in the in the ocean if we're at a shipyard right what if it could help us lead it lead us to the big thing let's cut its head off and we can put the head in like a plastic bag or just shove it you have to go now like the police are coming for sure how close are we to the water Chop the head uh, off, the cops are just going to see it as a regular gator. Remember, unless they're wasted, they're not going to see it as a monster. Good point, a, all right. We we don't know that. I mean, we know that if the monster's alive... That's the way things work. Is is the gator already in the trunk? Uh, you've you've been dragging it. I would say it's like right outside the car if, you, if you're going to do something with it now. Let's just bring it. Yeah. We don't need my car for now. I, I right. don't like the idea of leaving uh-huh. loose ends. Loose wear right. gator-sized ends. Let, let's bring it then. Um, I just really want its tongue, but sure, we can bring the whole thing. Uh, you, you plop it in, and uh, as the, the police come down one road perpendicular to yours, you uh, you pull a U-turn and peel out, and there is a, a noticeable <clears throat> the entire way and sparks kicking off the back as you uh, drive out into the night to uh, uh, really any any gas station you want to go, if, if that is your plan. Or if you want to bring it to, like, uh, Flint's storage shed or something like that. At this point, if the car is not going to be salvageable for a while, just bring it to my storage shed. I can do some further work on your car after we get the undercarriage repaired. Yeah. Uh, that's a good call. Can one of you call Chalamet? Uh, sure, I'll call, I'll call Chalamet, yeah. You, you call, uh, we uh, cut over to uh, a, a front-facing view of uh, uh, Dr. Garcia in his car with uh, Lewis in the back, shaking and, and pale. Uh, we see 
the windshield wipers back and forth uh, push this uh, like green uh, uh, discolored rain off of the windshield um, as uh, he is trying to uh, explain things to the kid uh, or kid he's 22 uh, <clears throat> and he, he picks up and says uh, hello hello uh, do you have the child the, how's our yes, little this- boy uh, I, I did uh, collect the young man uh, and you hear that was the weirdest way to say that the, the uh, extremely the grown man <laughs> the, the very adult man because once you hit like 20 you're good right yeah you hear in the background uh, look we're going to a, we're going to Flint's storage uh, thing if you know where that is uh, but are you bringing the kid, or are you going to go to safety? Uh, it, it was it was my intention to to bring him to my house, and but if, if you have a safer plan or one that is more uh, actionable, I understand. Uh, I'd actually be okay with going there and making our plans because remember, uh, Mister Steel can't enter my shed currently. Yeah, it's fine. We could always uh, take Chalamet's car. I'm sure back to your shed if we need to exactly all right we're meeting at your house is that okay do you have a dinner prepared uh, or something yeah uh, yeah yeah uh, I, I can I can set things up just um <clears throat> I'm taking care of someone at my house just uh, if you can clean yourselves up and try not to ex- explain too much if that's okay uh right. yeah sure. I don't know enough to explain anything so That'll yeah, be very is, useful then. Is there somewhere private we can meet at your house so that you... Yeah, I'll, I'll tell her to go upstairs. Um, it, it's just my niece, don't worry. All right. Uh, okay, then I, I will see you there soon. He gives you his address and stuff. We're a remarkably subtle group. He, uh, I think, no, <laughs> like is thinking the exact same thing as he hangs up and is trying to, like in his head, imagine some sort of explanation he can give for four complete strangers of... Uh, uh, odd character coming to their house. But yeah, he, he drives off and uh, we see his car go off into the into the dark, his headlights cutting through uh, nasty fog and, and uh, uh, terrible rain. And we see you guys at uh, the storage shed. What is your plan? Oh, I thought we were going straight to uh, Chalamet's and then stealing his car to go back to my storage shed. Uh, is that what you're doing? Uh, are you? Uh, yeah, I thought I thought we were gonna go to his place first. Uh, okay, and then make a plan, and then if we needed anything from the storage shed, we could go there after on our way. Yeah, we're like there. resting up at Chalamet's, right? Okay, excellent, excellent. Uh, 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 Doctor Garcia has this uh, absurdly like like old timey looking mansion. Uh, it has like cast iron fences on its balconies. It has like the you know the, the gargoyles on uh, uh, pedestals and the the long driveway up a hill, uh, and behind it is surrounded by like forests and and uh, little pathways. A lot of the the lights are on, so in the dark it sort of just looks like this uh, like Scooby Doo esque uh, spooky mansion with all of its yellow lights looking at you from afar. Uh, and as you you pull up with your car striping along the the uh, bottom, uh, we do see uh, uh, Chalamet outside with like an umbrella in the rain, and uh, through a window we see uh, uh, Lewis like eating some spaghetti. 
Before we get out of the car, I want to turn to uh, June and go, Hey, do you got an eyeliner pen I can borrow real quick? Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, I'd... It's blue, though. Is that cool? That's fine. That's fine. Uh, looking at the spooky mansion, I immediately, on top of my beard, draw a uh, Gomez Adams. Uh, like, on top of my normal mustache, I draw a <laughs> Gomez Adams uh, mustache with the eyeliner pen, and I hand it back to June. Get it? Because we're at a spooky mansion. Is is this a he bit, does. or is this part of a ruse? He, he did say to clean ourselves up, so I guess he's fitting in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to clean myself up. Uh, you uh, look great. Uh, thank you. Um, do I see a shed on the property? Yeah. Cool. Uh, instead of going in the front door, I'm going to head towards the shed with uh, the duffel bag of supplies I have. Okay. It's just like a regular-ass tool shed. Um, there's like gardening supplies in there and whatnot. Are there any, like, croquet or cricket or baseball bats, anything like that? They're like golf clubs and things. Why? Um, I need something that I can put silver nails through. Uh, there, there's like a gardening rake if you want to, like, break off the, uh, uh, the rake portion of it and nail the, the silver nails through it. Sure. No, that won't do. Um, I'll take a hammer, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cool. Um, and then I'm going to uh, keep looking around the grounds. I'm not going to ask permission. I'm just going to keep looking around the grounds to see if I can find some like athletic equipment that I think will work, or like an axe handle or something. Oh, oh, you could probably find like a regular axe. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Anything wood that I think has some heft to it that if I put some silver silver nails through can beat the fuck out of a gator. Man. Yeah, yeah. Then then within that tool shed, there's probably just like a regular ass wood cutting axe. Uh, it doesn't look like it's used uh, at all. Cool, cool, cool. All right, I'll take that. Awesome, that'll do. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, uh, you you walk up with the axe, and I think there's a moment here like whoa, uh, uh, but you know he's he's kind of expecting everyone to have weapons and 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 whatnot. Um, and he he invites you inside. Uh, and if if you've ever seen like any uh like mi- murder mystery movie where someone has a mansion, it is exactly what you're thinking. There's like walls lined with a bunch of uh like dusty books. Uh, there's a fireplace in almost every room. Uh. There are, like, family portraits on the walls. Uh, these, like, chandeliers over every table. Uh, doilies and things. Uh, a lot of it isn't touched. Like, he, clearly, it's it's just him and his niece living here. So, there's not... No one's really messing with a whole lot. In the uh, sort of foyer on one of the end tables, there is noticeably a, a large sort of terrarium that contains, like, this massive tarantula in it. Hey, June, sorry I keep asking to borrow your makeup. Do you have a mirror, uh, a little mirror on you? I want to see how this Gomez Adams mustache looks. Uh, yeah, here. Uh, I check my reflection in a way that I can also check if, uh, the good doctor has a reflection. He, he does. He's not a, he's not a vampire, if that's what you're trying to do. <laughs> that is absolutely what Flint's trying to do. Uh, and he made the quickest meal he, he could think of, which is spaghetti, and it's just kind of 
you know, it's there. It's and you didn't like make meatballs or anything like that. So if if you do want to eat, you can. Uh, and the there's clearly like a like a headmaster table or, or headmaster chair at the end of like a long table where uh, Lewis is currently sitting in the big one because it's the comfiest and uh, there's like a pot and stuff set out next to him. And he motions for everyone to sit down, but uh, no, no, he doesn't like make you. He doesn't try to like usher you into the seats. Uh, he just uh, looks at you all and says, okay, so what have you figured out? Would someone more eloquent like to explain, or should the crazy man start rambling? Um, Leland, question for you. Yeah. Uh, per our discussion earlier today, uh, does June recognize this creature? Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, a little bit. Uh, I don't know if you, you recognize them individually, but, like, the well, type of monster, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, not... I don't think I would necessarily it's, know. It's not like a one-to-one -one recognition. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah, but like I, I recognize this type of creature. I've dealt with it before. Yeah, yep. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to look at everyone and say, yeah, uh, this is the first time that uh, I've ever dealt with one of these. <laughs> uh, it looks like some sort of... <laughs> I don't know. Every Hulk day, out. every day, I mourn the loss Hulk of the insight check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the lack of lie detector in this game is. Uh, There's one lie detector, so and it makes you godly. But <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it looks like some sort of hulked out Gatorman. Um, definitely seems like uh, it can take a punch. Uh, silver seemed to work well. Okay. And uh, I think as I say that, I'm going to throw the satchel that uh, Loon brought and onto the table and like get to work with, uh, you know, outfitting all of our weapons. I'm going to take like uh, Cassius's and uh, Flint's guns and start like loading them with the silver, like emptying their rounds and loading them with the silver and stuff. Okay. While we keep talking. Additionally, we learned that these uh, gators are a byproduct of a greater creature. Uh, something putting right. spores out into the air that's infecting and causing people to become these uh, lycanthropic gator men. Okay. Speaking of which, do we know if, like, you get bit by one of these, if it turns you? Does anyone know? Uh, from what I was able to tell earlier, uh, no. It seems more like, uh, those who have breathing issues or are asthmatic are more likely to be infected by the spores because they are, uh, when they are gasping for air, they're taking more in. Should we get masks? That's I'd hate to not take an airborne contagion seriously. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. I think we should all wear masks, and if I catch anyone wearing it on their chin, I will shoot them. Christ. With a silver round, because we yes. don't want anyone to turn. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So this larger creature, do you, when, you, when you say larger, you mean physically bigger? Because that would not be very good. Uh, it might not be physically bigger. I was, uh, using larger metaphorically. Gotcha. 
Okay. Can, can I ask uh, a, a question? Uh, yes. What, what's, um, what's wrong? So these... These gays... This is like the same kind of thing that the kid turned into, right? That we just killed. Did we just murder Whatever. someone? Because I've been involved in some sketchy stuff and I just... I don't know if murder's been up there yet. Uh, and the body's in my trunk now, which feels incriminating. Flint turns white as a sheet. I'll take the silence to mean bad things. I, I'll say this. Whether or not that creature was a victim... I don't think we really had any choice. Like, we didn't go out of our way to attack it. We were just defending ourselves. And we're trying to save this other kid. And as long as you can justify your actions to yourself, you're fine. Hmm. And I give Shaman, uh, like, a wink. Right. We... Without hard evidence that every single one is lycanthropic, we can never truly know. Yeah, maybe that was That's a gator bad. that got turned into a man from the same spores. Yeah, 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 that was it. That must have been yeah. it. Those are some weird spores, I guess. There, there's I give Shelmont another wink. There's also no evidence that this doesn't affect monsters in the same way it affects people. Uh doesn't affect animals in the same way it affects people. True. Right, we so we, of course we just obey we just any cautions and a, things. A, it was a rabid gator type situation. It was, yeah, it was, we're morally in at least a gray area. <laughs> I'd say maybe an eggshell white. I'm going to break <laughs> off the head of the axe at that point and start, uh, take out the hammer and start nailing the silver nails into it, doing my best uh, Steve from Stranger, Stranger Things situation here. Can I get yes. Can I get one silver nail? Yeah, and, and like, here's your shotgun loaded up. Here's a... I, I, give, him, I give him two silver uh, nails. I, Ooh, I, I, only need one. I only need one right now. Uh, Back up in case you lose it. Yeah, Doctor, do you have garbage bags? Yes, uh, they, they'd be in the kitchen under the sink. Excellent. Where's a good place for me to do an autopsy? Uh, yeah, have we, seen, I heard, have we seen the niece yet? Uh, no, we can probably hear her upstairs. Okay. I just like... Uh, she's like walking around. I want an excuse for if she, like, sees all these weapons, like, all these fucking guns mm. on the table and shit. Um. um. <clears throat> all right. Point of order. Before we start on the autopsy, I don't think we ever gave Cassius a full rundown of what we do and what's going on, and I don't believe we've given Mr. Steele a full rundown of what we do and what's going on. Uh, doctor, the would you mind... Uh, before sure. that, the least we tell, uh, Mr. Steve here, the better for Steve. Steel. Steel. Now, yeah. he... He got into this because he was looking for it the same way the rest of us 
at some point or another were. I, I mean, guys, I, I, I thought think he was doing Beck, a photography project, right? Beck turns to Lewis, who is sitting there eating spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, this is an overwhelming situation. How much do you, like, want to be filled in? I... It, it's not like it's a one-time thing. Like, if you don't jump on it now, you'll never know. It's just like, do you think more information will help you process this? Or, or less information will, you know, keep you feeling okay? I, um, I, I don't know. I had kind of always thought that knowing more would make me feel safer, you know? Um, that, uh, I don't know. Okay, I, it's definitely going to be hard to sleep not knowing what's going on. And thinking that, like, at any given moment, there's a, a creature beneath my bed or, or something and nothing I can do about it. There's nothing under your bed in your closet, though. I, I'm gonna be honest. That was a joke. I'm sorry, Lewis. Yeah. What the hell? Just let the doctor give the explanation, I think. I'm gonna give him a cigarette. Here you go, kid. He takes it, and um, uh, Garcia clearly doesn't like the idea of smoking inside his house, but he just opens a window because the kid probably... The, the young man needs it. <laughs> uh, and, and uh, yeah. He starts uh, lighting the cigarette and getting taking a puff. All right, Lewis? All right, hold on. If Before it, you explain, Mom, listen to this part of the podcast. <laughs> this explains a bunch of the things I keep getting phone calls about. Okay, go. <laughs> uh, he sits down and says, Lewis, at any point, if this becomes too much, stop me. And you can come back to it later. You're always welcome here. And I'll tell you what I know. Okay? And Lewis, like, gives a quiet nod and takes another drag on the cigarette. A lot of what we know of cryptids, of mythologies, spooky stories, a lot of them have their basis in reality. The thing is, is that something, and no one is truly sure what it is yet, hides them from our consciousness. Have you ever heard of the, the uh, collective unconscious? I believe it was uh, Carl Jung who uh, fostered some of these ideas in psychology that we all are aware of certain things in, in the world beyond our understanding. Uh, I believe he called it the stranger or something along those lines. That we all are aware of it and can come to this idea collectively and it is passed down uh, instinctually and, and genetically across the world. And he, Lewis, shrugs because, okay, sure, I'll take that. Something blocks our minds from comprehending the terrors, the threats that lie beyond. And for the most part, that seems to protect us. Curiosity killed the cat, or so they say. 
most things try to be left alone, and so we just do not encounter them. And if we get close, they hide or run as any other animal or creature does. But when we come across them, our brains try to rationalize them as something that is more palatable, something that is less terrifying, something that keeps our understanding of the world's as best to the status quo as it can be. So people who look upon the uh, gator creature might see a regular, if larger than normal, alligator. And they might call pest control, or they might try to simply shoo it away. Or they might simply try to leave the area, but otherwise think not too much of it beyond an animal getting out from its normal habitat. And then they go on, and they go about their lives, and nothing changes, and they are content and happy and relatively safe. That isn't always the case. There will be creatures out there that break the trend. There will be creatures out there that mean us harm. They are few and far between. So, understand that there are people out there, and he motions to everyone here, that are doing their best to keep those creatures at bay. We use whatever means necessary to prep our minds to be able to process that these creatures exist. Some people uh, take stimulants, some people go through some more meditative practices. A number of uh, techniques will allow you to accept that these things are there, are actionable, and are removable. Or you, that you can deal with them. And Lewis continues to nod. <sighs> Generally, what we have found is that most people can only recognize the creature is there when they are in a state that generally people wouldn't believe them. For example, if they are on some kind of intoxicant, or if they had just run into something scary, like a scary movie, things like that, that would set them on edge to get their adrenaline running, so that people will just assume that they are uh, seeing things. And that tends to be enough for most people. But once you've seen it for real, it gets hard to get away from. And he, like, kind of looks at the ground and a little despondent. <clears throat> but we don't need this big professional team or anything to, to ward these off. You're safe, Lewis. People will protect you. You don't need, uh, uh, like, a bodyguard or to watch underneath your bed or anything like that. You just need a few people like us. Just a few good neighbors, and you'll be safe. You understand? And he nods. I'm, like, done hammering away at the, the axe handle, and I, like, uh, hand it to Beck. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, I mean, okay. Balance is different Damn. than the chucks, but... Yeah, for sure. You don't want to use it? Oh, uh, honey, that's not my style. Okay. 
Oh, a note. Uh, sorry to not mention this before. Uh, magic is real, uh, and everyone can see it. So we need to make sure that we use it subtly. Otherwise, we expose people to different things. And like the speed at which he does this and kind of glosses over it catches Lewis by a little bit of surprise. But he's like, oh, "Okay, sure. I wasn't planning on doing it or trying it. That seems bad." Magic isn't bad. Don't fuck with Ouija boards, kid. Really? Those are real? No. I, I don't know. If you play D&D, Satan crawls into you through your anus. That's 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 also uh, not true. Look, Mazes and Monsters is a far out game, but that's nothing <laughs> to worry about. Uh, for for what it's worth, I, I, can you really say it isn't? Like, uh, he points to Beck, you have magic Hello Kitty band-aids. Like, who's the, to the say hell- any Ouija board isn't real? The Hello Kitty Band-Aids aren't magical. They're like training wheels. Uh, I just, I'm not good enough at magic to kind of cast it wholesale yet. So I got little odds and ends. It's like components. Where did uh, you say you th- learned that again, Beck? I think I very decidedly didn't say, June. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> I mean, In the- like, I got books on how to do that sort of stuff if if you if you're looking for further research I think I'm okay no not you June oh they they seemed very interested in where uh where uh, Beck was studying so if if they need further research I've got like a book on that I don't know if it's real or not but oh it's uh Call it uh, professional curiosity when it comes to uh, Miss Beck. Uh, though I do have my professional curiosity about you, Flint, and I would be glad to look at your books. Yeah, sure. And I'm going to slide Cassius back his gun, now loaded with silver bullets, and uh, uh, give him the extras for his pistol. Um, if I remember correctly, that's six shots on... Flint's shotgun and 12 shots on Cassius's pistol. I think we at least used one of the revolver shots, I think, at least. Okay. Effectively, I'm not going to keep track of your bullets necessarily, sure. and it's just sort of like they will last through the next fight. And, and Garcia uh, starts scooping food, and he says one day we should all sit down and figure out how we all got here. But until then, there's a clear and present danger that we have to deal with, so that should probably take priority. (sighs) There are more of these lycanthropes out there, and clearly any single one can do a significant amount of damage to any one of us, which implies to me that we're going to need some help. I was thinking the same thing. You are welcome to keep your secrets. I won't ask any further. Uh, I understand the nature of this sort of thing. But if you know of anyone who can lend a hand while we try to deal with this monster, that might be the difference between life and death. I'm no strings, baby. I got no friends. You have us. He gives like a, a sort of like a half smile nod. Okay. Uh, can I use your bathroom? Uh, sure. 
uh, Beck is going to go into the bathroom and turn. The bathroom the, has like a bathtub that could fit four people, but no one's taking a four person bath here. Uh, Beck. Wasted opportunity. Yeah, I know how this campaign's ending. <laughs> and. <laughs> Four is a very specific number. <laughs> I just took it from Beck. uh what's it called? Um it's like some like pad or some weird show about rich people's houses. Uh I used to <laughs> one of the places one of the places I originally lived in had a four person uh jacuzzi bathtub and we just threw on bathing suits and like drank in it. Respect. Uh, Nope. But anyways, yes. In the in the bathroom, you find this lovely, uh, uh, you know, porcelain tub, uh, and uh, like this, you know, beautiful, uh, like glass sconces and things like that that like keep the room maybe unnecessarily nice. Yeah, I think Beck goes through a small face journey of like sighing at the opulence and also enviously eyeing the opulence. Uh, Turns the faucet on and then uh, calls uh, Grand Master Chuck Hayes. Uh, yeah, we don't have to necessarily act that out, but I do think that she would sure. fill them in. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is your move from the beginning of the game, right? Yeah. Uh, when you are in good standing with your sect, uh, at the beginning of each mystery, roll plus charm. On a 10 plus, they provide some useful info or help in the field. On a seven to nine, you get a mission associated with a mystery. And if you do it, you'll get some info or help too. On a miss, they ask you to do something bad. If you fail a mission or refuse an order, you'll be in trouble with the sect until you atone. And okay. at the beginning of the mystery, I got a mixed success. Yep. I think the, the mission he gives you, he, he's reasoning help because obviously it's necessary and there's a terrible evil out there. Uh, is that he is wary of sending any, I mean, the, the bulwark is, is, you know, low in number. Uh, so he is wary of sending people, even in teams, to face any one of these creatures on the off chance that they end up facing like two or more at a time and get decimated. So if you can get him and the rest of the bulwark any sort of uh, visual evidence of how the monster fights then they can watch it, analyze it, and, and go in there safe, safer, armed with better knowledge than maybe what you guys had at the start of your fight. Okay. But this isn't me trying to retroactively use our monster fight. This is a mission for the next fight. This mission, uh, can you can accomplish it any number of ways you want, but okay. until you get evidence of what the monster's fighting looked like, if you could, like do anything to get evidence of what your previous fight looked like, then that would work for sure. Mm -hmm. um, uh, any any number of things is doable here. Um, <laughs> but as soon as you get him that, he will then disseminate amongst the team, practice with them on how to fight this creature, and then delete the evidence and, and whatnot. Okay. Beck will rejoin the gang and get a bowl of spaghetti. Faucet was a nice touch. I don't know what you mean. You got Parmesan, Mr. Chalamet? Uh, I do, I do. And he uh, brings out like a, like a brick of the cheese uh, and starts like... Who are you? Grating. What is this? You live like this? Every day? Every day you live like this? And Beck like takes the brick of cheese and just bites into it. 
there's a noticeable horror as <laughs> you do that. As he, he brought a grater out for it. She will also grate some. It's a little late, but yeah. <laughs> you gonna need that grater after this? Why? Uh, we got a body I need to autopsy, and... I'd you like want to run a grater across it. I'd like nope, to break. Right. I'd like to break down some of its parts. Okay. Look, I have friends who may or may not be able to help, but do we know where we're going yet? No, I'm hoping the autopsy will tell us a little bit more about where this uh, the spores are coming from. Okay. If you can take care of that, and if, if you can gather your allies, then we can take a step forward. Okay. Okay.